Good morning. Welcome to Senior Smarts. I'm your host, Sarah Fox. Today we have Marie Halava from Dementia Friends. Um, Marie is a community advocate helping families living with dementia by providing education, resources, and events um, in our surrounding area. She is a Dementia Friends champion, a Southeastern Minnesota Area Agency on Aging board member, and a founder of Pine Island Memory Cafe. Welcome, Marie. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming. Um, Today, I just wanted you to discuss your um, association with Dementia Friends of Minnesota and tell us a little bit about um, what a Dementia Friend is and your programming. Well, I became a Dementia Friends champion in 2017. And basically, as a champion, I am trained to provide free Dementia Friends information sessions in any community, which is a one-hour education on what is dementia, how do you um, communicate with people with dementia, and also provide local resources. And so I started that um, as part of the memory cafe that I started in Pine Island after owning a coffee shop there for seven years. Do you want to elaborate a little bit about what um, a dementia friend is? A dementia friend is someone who is educated in what dementia is and what dementia is not, how to communicate with people with dementia, and that um, they accept and accept people living with dementia as part of their community. And the idea is to have more, the more people you have educated in your community, the more dementia friendly your community is, the more they accept people and their families living with dementia. Um, the, one of the largest areas of concern is for the care partners that are, t- that are living with people with dementia. Um, we need to support them, and I find the, the easiest way to do this is to start in some of the smaller rural communities and educate people. So what is your target age group for these um, dementia friends that you're trying to become friends? Well, the, uh, the target group is anyone. <laughs> To be honest, okay, um, yeah. uh, the mo- most of the people that come to the sen- sessions that I've served so far have been older adults, which is good. Um, and the younger adults, their children are harder to reach because we all know they're so busy. And it's very hard to find a time, even an hour, to give them information. And I think there's also a little bit of denial of, well, they're not going to really have to worry about that. Um, the group that I've been working with recently is youth, and that's particularly middle school and high school students. Okay, so tell me a little bit about these particular youths you've been working with. Well, we started in, I started in Pine Island um, because of my connection there with the coffee shop. And I worked with two FCCLA advisors there, which is FCCLA is, the few, is Family, Career, and Community Leaders of America. And... The two advisors there helped me um, together. We put together a four-hour workshop. We invited student leaders, so FCCLA students came. Um, We had students from SAD. We had students from Student Council, all leaders of groups in the school, clubs in the school. And the four-hour workshop, they all became dementia friends, so they all learned about dementia and how to communicate with people with dementia. 
then we also had some activities that they could then take to their home or to the community. And in that, we did collages, storytelling, uh, we did care journaling, we talked about gratitude, did gratitude jars, made fidget mats. And we had four, three four-hour workshops in Pine Island. The last one was completely intergenerational, so we had uh, 13 students and 13 adults about half of which actually had a diagnosis of dementia of some type. And so the adults were participating as well yes, with dementia? Yes, this was, this was okay. both groups working together. Wow. And 70% of those students had a relationship to someone living with dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Uh, then I started w working with students in Goodhue, and that was middle school students, because okay. one of the advisors became a teacher in Goodhue. And she called me and said, I'd like my middle schoolers to be dementia friends. And I thought she was talking about her FCCLA students. And okay. so I said, well, yeah. how many are we talking about? And she said, oh, about up to 175. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to change the program a little bit. So we changed that to six weeks um, during their advisory time, where they all still became dementia friends uh, by reading the book Grandpa and Lucy, which is a great book if you have children learning to learn about dementia. And then we uh, had a local person who has uh, primary progressive aphasia, which is a type of frontal temporal dementia, and he spoke to the students. We had music there, um, Healing Rhythms out of Rochester came. Oh, yeah. And, you know that. and talked about music and brain health. And then we had two sessions on collages based on what are a few of your favorite things from the song The Sound of Music. And then the last one will be on gratitude and talking about how to be grateful for the, the good things and the positive things that are happening. Wow, it sounds like it's a very intense and in-depth program that you're bringing into our community and our schools, and I think that's amazing what you're doing. Um, so if you want to become a dementia friend and say we, you know, you host a session in your community. Would it be the same as what you're doing in the schools, or would that look different? That would look different because a dementia friends information session is really just a one-hour uh, presentation and discussion about uh, what it, the the fact that, for instance, dementia is the umbrella term for the for the symptoms that people experience. Underneath that umbrella of dementia, you have Alzheimer's disease, frontotemporal dementia, you have Lewy body dementia, which is now becoming the second largest group of people are diagnosed with Lewy body. And people tend to think normally that dementia equals Alzheimer's disease. And that's right. not true. I mean, Alzheimer's is a type of dementia. A and, misconception. And the largest, the largest percentage of people have Alzheimer's disease, but there are many, many types of diseases under the dementia umbrella. So that's one of the points we try and get across very clearly to people. And then we talk a lot about communication. How do you help people? Um, and preparation for things. If someone has memory loss, and the difference between, okay, I, I sometimes lose my keys. Right. I can't find them, yeah. right? Well, as long as I can remember where I've been and trace my steps back and find my keys, that's not a problem. If I can't find, I can't remember where I was in order to trace back and find them, that can be a concern. Or if I don't know what they are for. And those are, those, 
those are the types of things we talk about. So when we walk into a room and we forget why we walked into our room, as long as we can remember our steps back, we're all right. Yes. <laughs> and and it's all, it's a good way to put I, it. And so. I think a lot of that is a lot a lot of times um, that's the kind of the line that I kind of walk is I don't want people to be so concerned that every time they forget something they freak out. They have to. Yeah. Mention. Right. That's not that's not what we're looking for. So people need to understand that um, a lot of times the reason you forget things is because you're not paying attention to what you're doing. You're thinking of something else, and then you put your keys down, and you get distracted, and you didn't really pay attention to where you put your keys. Right, that That's makes sense. a bigger problem for the majority of younger people in particular that are having memory issues. If you forget those kind of things, it's really you're not paying attention to what you're doing. And that's a problem for everybody, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think what what you're the way you're describing dementia makes sense as that umbrella and then underneath are those different types of dementia and maybe not a lot of people in the community really knows that and so I think what you're doing in a whole is is pretty amazing um if we were to or if I was to ask you if there's one thing that you could just tell everybody um in you know like a short just sentence what would that be what would your takeaway be the takeaway is that everyone will know someone who has a type of dementia, whether it's a family member, whether it's a neighbor, someone in your faith community, somebody you see in the grocery store occasionally. And the students that we're working with right now will, could know up to four generations of people. If they have great-grandparents, grandparents, their parents, and potentially a spouse. So they could know four generations of people with a type of dementia. That's why it's important to educate the young people, too. Wow, that's a, that's a big number. So, Marie, um, I want to thank you for joining me today on our podcast. I did want to let everybody know that Marie will be joining us at our community, Good Hue Living, um, in the month of May. So go ahead and keep your eyes and ears peeled for that date. We will post that online, and you might hear about it again on here. Uh, thank you for joining me. I'm Sarah Fox with Senior Smarts.